Hey, this is Nick Romolini, and welcome to The Blank Page, a podcast about, um, well, it's my podcast, so um, it's about whatever whatever I want it to be. Um, I thought about, <laughs> I've been thinking about like how to come back in and do this again, and uh <sighs> So last October of 2021, I took a trip from L.A. to Vegas to see my mom, who was going to see her 90-year-old father, who lives in Vegas and who is a, an opera singer. Well, he, you know, he, uh, a, a moderately successful opera singer. And um, it was right around that time that I just recorded, I think, I can't remember if I just recorded the episode with Jenna or if I just released the episode with Jenna, but I was just feeling like I didn't know where to go um, with the podcast from there. And I remember I was driving to Vegas and I talked to my friend Jason on the phone, um, who you may know. And if you don't know who he is, you'll, you'll know who he is soon enough. Um, he's one of my best friends and I remember I was just ranting and raving to him and I was like, you know, I just feel so limited by the podcast, like the format that I've created for myself, like knowing full well that like I'm the only person who's boxed myself into this sort of framework of uh, the podcast format. And I was just like, you know, I want to talk about topical things. And I was at that moment just like raging about how everyone was so enamored with William Shatner flying into space while, you know, Amazon pays no corporate tax, like, whatsoever. And, um, and so, so anyway, I kind of became a little bit paralyzed um, in wanting to think that I wanted to use this space to talk about different things that weren't just my struggles with neuroses and trying to be a screenwriter. And actually, during that trip to Vegas, I started writing an essay about that trip and sort of what had transpired in my life in the last couple of years. And, um, and so I kind of changed direction and I started focusing my energy more on writing and, uh, I've written a bunch of essays now, a bunch of nonfiction stuff, and I'm starting to submit things to publications and I'm trying to get a, my goal is to get a book deal to write a memoir. And I'm super excited about that, but I had to kind of put the podcast on hold for a while. And also like, I wanted to record with other people and, and I love that format of like discussing art and fucking art. I want to be an artist, um, with, a friend and and I also was like well yeah but I should probably have like my own podcast where like I just talk but then I was like but I need somebody else to talk to because like certainly I can't just talk to a microphone by myself which is what I'm doing right now and I actually just asked Aratus to send me a picture of him um, so I could look at the picture as if I'm talking to him and he sent me a picture of himself in which he looks completely miserable and it's uncomfortable for me to look at because I can't imagine that somebody would be looking at the, at me that way. Well, I can, I guess, in my worst case scenario of how people perceive me, imagine that that's how they would look at me when I was talking to them. So anyway, so, um, Jesus, I've already lost the, <laughs> I've already lost the thread and I'm three minutes into this. Um, but, but, and so I talked to one friend and I was like, we should just do a thing where like, I just, you're just like my, my podcast guest friend guy. And we just always record stuff and like we record stuff together and he was into it, but then it became like a, 
Well, he was into it, but he was also like, I don't know if I can be that engaging. And I was like, but you don't have to be. You just have to be there so I could talk to you. So like I could bounce things off you because I feel like I'm naked on a stage if I'm just out here by myself saying shit. And um, and I think that would have been a lot of fun. But ultimately, like, you know, he has two kids and he has a full time job. And, you know, he's a busy fucking guy trying to do his own thing. And so he's not <laughs> he's not available to be my Andy Richter, like for no pay. So. And then I was going to record with this other guy and we were going to do it in person at my house. And I was like the logistics of trying to figure out where we would even record in my house. Cause the first seven, I kind of recorded, you know, all, you know, over fucking zoom or whatever. Um, and so like, it just kept not happening and I just kept being like, well, I, I really want to do it. And, and then I was talking to Jason a lot recently and we were like, we should start a podcast. I think it would be really interesting and engaging exciting and it could like help promote the other work that we want to do and like all this stuff and then and then that i'm still excited about that but i also i'm just like samantha was like just just do it yourself just like stop creating all these situations in which like you need to work around somebody else's schedule or you need to figure out any sort of logistical things just record it yourself Anyway, so that's where we find ourselves now. And my thought is that I'll try and record this maybe once a week, maybe a couple times a week, maybe every day. I have no idea. I could get fucking crazy and exciting and depending on how much shit I have to talk about and how interested people are in listening to me for like 10 or 15 minutes a day. Um, but I'll do these as a sort of like, hey... Here's the bullshit that I want to rant about today and maybe you want to listen to me rant about, which just seems so self-important, but I don't know. I guess that's, I guess this is part of what I'm trying to figure out is how to like believe in, um, believe in the possibility that people are interested in hearing what I have to say and not being so annoyingly self-aware and self-deprecating about it every step of the way. So anyway, so here we are and um, a lot, but my, but I think, I don't even know if I said this point because I'm lost already, but my idea is to do these however with whatever sort of cadence I decide to and then also be recording like longer form like interview type conversations with people who I think have interesting things to say and whose stories I want to get to know more and whose perspectives I would like to hear and who I would like to ask questions and just people who I'm genuinely sort of um, curious about whatever their story might be and so um, so that's kind of my thought um, moving forward and I guess that'll I'll try and record like here's eight of those and here i'll release these you know once every few weeks and this is a season of this and like my hope is that when when i have the book proposal in hand and i'm trying to get it out to agents or get it out to publishers and try to actually get a book deal that i can point to this and be like well look people listen to my podcast there's my platform because like a big part of a non-fiction book proposal is like what's the author's platform and so like i don't know i guess i could just like 
buy a bunch of Instagram followers and be like, well, I got 10K on Instagram, so surely they're all going to buy my book. Although if anybody did any digging, it would be like this Muskian situation where they were like, wait, 9,900 of these are bots. And I'd be like, fuck, but yeah, but yeah, but you don't know, like maybe they'll buy the book. I don't know. Well, maybe I could do that and do this. But anyway, um, so that's kind of what's been going on. I've been writing a ton and I, I kind of just decided to change gears and focus on the writing for a while, even as I've been like kind of percolating with these ideas in my brain of like what this podcast could become. And like, I'm very cautious because <laughs> as some of you who may know me more intimately, um, I don't want to cancel myself before I've established myself as the thing I'm intending to become. So I'm going to. What keeps happening with this? So I don't know what form this is going to take, like week to week or day to day or however often I do it. But I guess like the quick update is that um, I've written some essays. I've written like, I don't know. I think I probably have like 30,000 words of the book written so far. And I'm trying to refine what the sort of arc of the book is going to be, I guess right now and so i'm also like trying to write other little one-off pieces and i'm trying to submit them to publications to get published and because again when the book proposal when it comes time in the book proposal i could be like well look i have this thing published out there already so um you could see how 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 great i am um or whatever like I wrote this piece called Third Day of a Juice Cleanse, which is one of the pieces that I'm trying to submit and get published. And it's um, about being on a juice cleanse and also being suicidal. Um, but again, I digress. <laughs> I actually have another one that I'm going to write and it's called The Scrotum I'll Never Forget. <laughs> and I'm really excited about the title, but also the story's really fun too. Um, I've, I've wanted to do this shit for so long and I'm the only thing that's held me back and I'm so excited that I'm finally just like embracing everything that I want to be doing just fear hope I mean kind of fearlessly and definitely shamelessly at least in this moment <laughs> anyway so I wanted to I did want to just tell a quick story that I think is kind of funny and first, I'm going to pull up this picture of Aratus looking miserable so that um, I get inspired to. <laughs> you got to see this picture. I got to put this picture somewhere. And Aratus, to be clear, the picture is lovely. And the follow up picture in which you're smiling is also lovely. And I appreciate you dearly for, for all that you've done um, for me. Um, and so I just want to be very clear that this is not me disparaging you in any sort of way. But also, you could tell, like, you know, whoever like knows me or you could like email me or like just text me if you know me. But like, I guess I don't know how, how I could tell people who don't know me to get in touch with me. But like you could like. I would love to hear what people think about this and if this is something that. Well, I'm going to keep doing it. So if you tell me not to do it, <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. But um, I guess like if you like this sort of format and if you would enjoy more of this shit for me. I don't know why I'm complicating this so much. There is an email address. It's the blank page podcast at gmail.com. So if you didn't want to like leave a comment or a review on the whatever podcast app, 
and you wanted to be like, fuck you, man, this sucks. You can email that or you could be like, you're fucking kind of funny. Sometimes you could say that it's the blank page podcast at gmail.com. I'll look forward to your three emails. So anyway, so I just wanted to tell this quick story from the other night. I went to a bar with, I went to a bar. I'm, I'm almost 40 and it's really strange to go to a bar. And, um, it was raining. It was, um, this past, it was this Friday. It was Friday, September 9th, a storied day in Los Angeles history in which it was actually raining. And it felt like for a moment that we lived in a real place. And I met my friend at this bar in Glassell Park called Verdugo Bar. And I'm, it's strange to go to a bar when you're in like a, in like a hip part of town when you're almost 40. It's just, it's a whole different vibe than it used to be because I'm this age, not because something's fundamentally changed about bars. It's just, it's become different because I'm older. But anyway, um, it's like mostly outside and, um, all these, like, there were like a couple tables with umbrellas and then there was like one of those big, like shade things that stretches like, you know, maybe 30 feet square. And, um, and there were all these tables underneath of it. And like the rain, it was still like raining, like through it, you know, it was just like misting through it. But like it wasn't, all the tables were soaked. Everything was soaked and people were just sitting out there. And then like there would be these areas of the sort of net where it would just like all, you could tell all the water was pooling and it would just start like just dripping through in like giant drops. And at one point I said to my friend, I was like, yo, you're getting like a torrential downpour on your hat right now. Because when you're, when you're old and you go to a bar, you wear a hat. And so he didn't even feel it at first, but apparently like the brim of his hat. Anyway, we went, we couldn't sit inside because it's like extremely loud at that bar. Um, like, like to the point where like two bespectacled middle-aged men don't want to sit because it was too loud and nobody's trying to yell like that. Like we're too old for that shit. <clears throat> so instead we sat outside in the rain basically and this bar was filled with like a lot of cool kids i mean there weren't cool kids when we got there at like 8 30 but we strangely were, were there for the sort of whole um crescendo of the bar like with when it was most populated at you know 10 30 11 and sort of as it as people dispersed and went to where they were gonna go you know we left at midnight or whatever which is the latest i've been at a bar since i was like 30 but regardless of all that they were like you know it was it was a lot of cool kids it was a lot of you know dyed hair long hair cool glasses cool clothes like i bet there were probably at least three or four bands in there at at one point in the night and and i'm not i mean it's not that i'm necessarily like self-conscious in those situations but i'm definitely more cognizant of the fact that i'm just the older man at this point and like i think that i still am in those groups of people but i'm not i'm an old guy with a wife and two kids and like I don't know. It's not, it's not like a lamentation of my life that I'm not that anymore, but it's, it's a strange sobering moment when you're like, Oh shit, I'm, I'm an, a middle-aged man and these are cool kids. Like I'm bringing the cool quotient down basically at this bar, but I digress. There was also this guy, <laughs> maybe 50, this guy, Heavy set dude, and I look over at one point, and he's at the table, the the completely soaked picnic table next to us, and he's just roasting this gigantic bowl, and I and I and then I like he caught my eye, and I was like, he was there for easily an hour of the time that we were there, maybe longer, just smoking weed, not drinking anything, 
and completely by himself. And I'm like, what? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was really strange. And then I was like, I don't know, whatever. Who am I to judge him? I guess. But it was just, it was just another curiosity that I wanted to discuss. <laughs> so anyway, at one point, my friend went inside of the bathroom and it took like a really, really long time. And I could see him standing in the line. And in a few minutes later, when he got back, I was like, I'm going to run to the bathroom. And, you know, you want to grab beers or whatever while I'm doing that. So he, he goes in, he goes, gets beers and I'm standing in the line. And it, and it appears that it's just one person at a time. Meanwhile, I'm like looking over at the women's room, which appears to have no line whatsoever. But I, I don't know what the move is here. Like, I, so I just stood in line. I was pretty buzzed at that point, and I was just fine to just stand there and observe all the people on their cell phones. Um, no judgment, but I definitely, like, self-righteously don't go on my cell phone. Yeah, so that I can judge everyone. I'm, I mean, I'm not judging, but I'm just, I'm just, it's just, it's a lot with the cell phones. I just, I find it surprising sometimes that, you know, you can't just exist in a space. But anyway, it's fine. It's not, I'm not about that. Whatever. Anyway, so, so the line's moving super slow. I'm fifth in line. He comes back. I'm still like third in line. He's got the beers and he's like walking. And I just, I just helplessly wave to him. Like, you just... <laughs> No, I don't want my beer. Just take everything back to the table and I'll just continue to languish in this never-ending situation. So I finally get up and now I'm I'm the next one in line. And right when and nobody's behind me. It's like it, it was this long ass line when I got there and no nobody's behind me. So the second that the door opens, I look to my right and there's this Latino dude like shaved head, goatee, kind of like like See, I'm about to cancel myself. I don't know how to describe somebody without it coming across in a way that somebody's going to be like, you're racist. But anyway, he was a Mexican dude with a shaved head and a goatee and the flannel shirt. And he's like, yo, man, you want to just, you mind if I just go in with, he like looks in, he's like, there's two in there and there's a toilet and a urinal and they're right next to each other with no separation whatsoever. I don't believe this place is really intending that two people will use these at the same time. But, you know, I'm trying to be, like, down. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, come on. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? I'm not fucking... I'm not scared. Like, let's, let's do this. So we go in. He goes to the left. He goes to the toilet. And he, like, angles himself at a full 45. And I go stand at the urinal. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I could do this. And he just starts talking right... I mean, actually, he just continues talking. Because, basically, he... In his hard cell that we piss at the same time, he just has continued this line of dialogue as we've entered into the bathroom immediately he's talking about like man it doesn't matter right i mean we all got dicks right i mean it's all good right he's like see i got this friend he's like he won't even like go in the bathroom with other men he's like so freaked out i'm like what's the big deal man we all got dicks right you got a dick i got a dick who cares why are you worried about somebody else's dick for and he keeps going <laughs> it's also important to note at this point that i have a historically small bladder i think i mean i always have to pee we're at a bar we do anything like i go to dinner with my wife i'm in the bathroom five times like i 
I, I don't know. I mean, it, somebody said it to me the other day. I think it was one of my sisters. She was like, oh, right, your small bladder. I was like, wait, you know that I have a small bladder? She's like, well, yeah, you talk about it all the time. So I guess it's one of those things that maybe I don't really have a small bladder, but maybe I talk about how I have a small bladder so much that I've like convinced not only myself, but made it this thing that I have a small bladder. I have no idea. Maybe I urinate with the same frequency as somebody else who's of my size. I have no idea and you know, consumes as much liquid as I do. But that's kind of like a compounding factor in the situation as I'm standing here listening to this guy. And he's talking about this friend and he's talking about his friend. And his, his, you got a girlfriend, right, man? Like she she likes your dick, right? Why don't you just worry about your own dick? Why are you worried about somebody else's dick for? And he's like, I don't mind at all. Meanwhile, he is urinating without issue. And my sphincter is so tight that I could not have peed at gunpoint. So I'm just standing there with a bladder full of probably three beers at this point while this guy urinates and talks to me and I talk back to him and I just can't pee at all. In addition to the historically small bladder, I also have notorious urinal stage fright. I mean, I can't even... I can't pee if, like, my son's in the bathroom with me sometimes. Like, I I need my space, man. I get, I, get, I get freaked out. I get freaked out just like the fucking, you know, maybe like the guy's friend or something, you know? But it's important to mention, I think. And so I'm standing there and I'm like, I can't go back to the table. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. When he finishes, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm done. Time, time to go. So I just stood there and he kept talking and then he's washing his hands and soaping his hands. And meanwhile, I'm like, now there's going to be a person in line who's going to be waiting and he's going to come out. And what if the next guy comes in and what if I can't pee? And then what am I going to just leave? And then I'm going to go to the table and then I'm going to be like, yo, man, sorry, I got to get back up. I got to pee because blah, blah, blah. now it turns out that I immediately told my friend the story. So it would have been fine if I had gotten back up and, you know, gone pee again. But the guy left. The, uh, the guy who was next in line looked in, but thankfully backed out and didn't come in, and I was able to relieve myself and carry on with my night. And um, that's the story. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's funny. I feel like I've told it to other people and it was funnier, but here we are, and this is what I'm trying to do. And so, I, I mean, I guess I'm just going to keep doing this. So hopefully you like it and uh, subscribe or whatever. Peace.